clip of watching Ben Shapiro doing one of his town hall meetings. And when these intellectuals, independent, and they mostly lean center right wing, they have these events at universities, which we now know are liberal based. Okay, and there's no right or wrong, and I'll go into that later. But I, I want you to listen to this clip here of a combative sense and the lack of common sense battling common sense. A mathematician and a physicist here, a double major, and I also just won the most prestigious award in the country to pursue research at any institution I want, the National Science Foundation Graduate Research Fellowship. So I think I'm pretty qualified to say that most of what you're saying is based on old data. For example, gender identity disorder, that's the DSM-4, bro. We use the DSM-5 now for psychologists to be able to talk about- I literally about cited the DSM-5 in the speech, and it's called gender dysphoria, which is I the term that I use throughout the speech, not gender you identity disorder. You sound like disorder, a bozo, bro. And you, get no and you can't even make your wife wet, bro, so what's good? I'm a mathematician and a physicist. You cannot so tell what me- the, So I have a question. And also, you're not a biologist. So I have a question. I'm 20. As a mathematician a, and a physicist, what in the hell do you know about human biology? And you got your law degree from Harvard. What do you know about biology? If your logic is so flawed as a mathematician and a physicist, I would suggest that whichever institution gave you an award, re revoke it immediately. And when I saw that clip, I, I said to myself, this is the problem with America, is that right now, the reality of the United States of America being as amazing of a country as it is, is that we have multicultural biases. And we, the, the thing that makes America great, which is the inclusion of all walks of life, is the same thing that is causing the division now more so than ever. And I feel if this is, I'm always going to go back to this, that in life, we're always going to have differences with other people. We're, we're not, you know, while we're the same species, we're going to have different life experiences. We're going to come from different cultural values. We're, we're going to come from different life experiences. And as we grow up and we champion those values as our own or feel that our values are superior because they made us the person that we are and we love who we are, that we convey that to the world in a way that we're we're not subconsciously trying to convert them but we're trying to always justify our value system with other people that feel different and if all of us could understand at this stage in life that we have more in common than we have differences that that would be an essential step to harmony right now what i see in the landscape of life is that we have social media we have news, we have this, everyone has an opinion, including myself, in which they're not able to understand differences. So when someone's talking from a liberal perspective, they have they taken the time to understand the other viewpoint? Is there common ground? Is there, because when I look at the political landscape and the value system that people share, I understand. I understand what someone that's gay and liberal and wants to live a certain way or when someone is poor and having the challenges i understand that like there's certain things that many of us can sympathize with even though that's not our truth we, we sympathize with the challenges of the next person but what i try to tell people when i get in these conversations is that 
we, we have to not impose our value systems onto others. So if you're a diehard liberal and you believe in that view, there's nothing wrong with conversing with somebody from the other side because they have a vision of making America better. It's not what, what I think happens is that you find people automatically, if you don't agree with their point, you're homophobic you're gay oh no, no i'm sorry you're racist you're what's the other word i'm looking for you are you know when when, when a guy is like uh it's too early in the morning so uh caffeine hasn't kicked in yet but when you know a guy is is against women right like misogynist we have all these things that that people are worried about and are wording like you know people go look through this podcast and in the past and be like wow man you had this podcast about black women and and or you had this podcast about mexicans or white people or whatever it is or guys or girls or gays right and it's understood that that's an opinion that's not really something that's the truth in the whole landscape it's experiences that i've had right but i also understand that there's good people and i wish that many of us did that because the problem that people have from other cultures that they really value is that they feel if they assimilate to coexist with others from different walks of life, it is selling out where you came from. That's what I gather from the interactions that I've had throughout my life is that if you are a person like myself, a, a dark Afro-Latino American, and you try to act in a way that is aligned with white America or middle class America then the other subcultures within America are going to view me in a negative light because they're thinking that I'm dismissing or devaluing my upbringing and devaluing the way I was brought up and and the culture and what I represent visually and on paper and I don't and, and my rebuttal to that would be I understand that you may feel that way, but we are in a country where we have to find a way for all of us to follow along. It goes back to my view of sports. And we've had guys that I, I play with teammates that were from the Caribbean, that were from Europe, South America, North America, so so on and so forth. Like, meaning Canada. You know, like I've had teammates and people that I played with basketball over the years but we all have to assimilate to the rules and regulations of the sport and that's what people like black Americans and Spanish Americans and and whatever other Americans that, that subcategories right that we have we're we're not understanding that we're part of a team sport like we're all part of this collective because you and I are paying taxes you and I are being productive citizens. You and I are collectively helping this country sustain its current how you know its its current form because we're being productive. So it's understanding that okay, there has to be a common ground. So you can't show up into a collective work environment and and bring some of the things that are part of your culture that may not be comfortable with other people and i and I, I don't understand why people in general when i have these conversations don't understand that 
don't understand that that being a professional or, or when you work collectively with other people we have to put away our value systems and focus on the things that we have in common for us to collectively move the ball forward but there is this uh, i believe deep inside what's happening in society and this has been happening and i don't i don't mean to sound like a conspiracy theorist but there's evidence if you do the research and if you look at people talk about it and give you information that throughout history there's always been a level of divide and conquer within society and as we know social media has allowed that divisiveness to be more stronger than ever and i believe other countries have infiltrated our social media channels within the united states as a way to create this division internally and if you look at it now every decision that a leader makes is always being questioned and it's never good or whatever it is it's just always whenever a decision is made about something that impacts our society as a whole people are going to argue about it and you know just feel the way they do and it's understandable but the problem is like in that clip i played you earlier is that it quickly derails to personal attacks and you know when you start when you start a conversation and you're not trying to take in or learn then it, and it gets personal like that you understand that okay this is really a person that's stuck in the way like so for example if i have a value system and i believe for i believe we should have a fair tax system in place where it's more of a consumption tax based and and people can monitor how they oh man i just said i've been coughing this morning i don't know what's up but um but you get the point is that i, I believe in a certain system but god forbid i go ahead and and people are going to question that people are people going to call me uncle tom people are gonna call me this or if i believe in conservative values because I, I I believe in our innate ability to produce, to, to, we are in a country where if you have the ambition, if you have the desire to have a better life than you currently have, you can do it. You can, you know, you could do it legally. It, it's just a matter of putting in time to learn and to put in effort. And if you're persistent and if you eat shit, Meaning where you're going through tough times while pursuing that dream, you will eventually get there. Because us as Americans, we value other Americans that are going for it. Okay. And but people again, I mean, I, I think that's that's the 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 plus and the con of being in a society where we have different cultures because other cultures feel that the government should take care of us. Where the government should be more of a referee in the game it shouldn't be it should be controlling the companies from not getting out of control because there's companies out there that do abuse capitalism and the way they abuse it is by influencing government officials to let them do what the fuck they want to do all right so we know that's a reality so we I, I understand like i said i understand the points from both sides but to go into a conversation with somebody that you're different with or for us that have all these differences is being open to receiving feedback that may be negative or devalue or make you question your side. It's okay. 
I look at it as signs. Like if I have a hypothesis that people with big feet sweat more and you can show me that your data says that big feet does not equate to sweating more. Okay, I got you. I understand. Because, but there's people out there that, that feel that way. Like I just said, big people sweat more and they'll come back with the data. And then the person's like, well, fuck you. You're, you're a midget. I don't fucking like what you say. Fuck you. You're, you're, you're homophobic. That's how it's gone now. That's how the conversation or you're having people demanding the social media can or the communication channels to cancel people that are giving a rebuttal where if, if you know anything about the history of the United States is that open dialogue and that's what we champion as a society. I'm not saying that black people were involved with it from its inception or women were involved from it in its inception. But guess what? We are now. We are now. And for us to retroactively complain, still complain about not being involved in the beginning of the genesis of the creation of this country, where we are now, <clears throat> I think you're looking at the problem from a wrong perspective. Because I could understand, in 2023, I was not allowed to run for office, or I was still given a one-third vote, or I had to be segregated. I couldn't live in a luxury community. I couldn't start my own company. I couldn't go and be educated and, and learn, right? If I had these limitations as a person of color, then I could understand. <clears throat> I could definitely understand the gripe from the liberals, the gripe from the minorities, right? That are not being allowed. But guess what? You have presidential candidates now that are of color. You have females. Hillary Clinton was this close to fucking being president. We have a vice female vice president that is of color right now, right now. And we're still complaining about inequality. That's where I feel those people that want to get hung up on that. They're in a victimized state. I'm not saying that there aren't incidents that exude racism or discrimination or bigotry. Right. And people in power using that to impose that on those that they have negative biases against i'm not saying that's that's still ongoing we see it right but it's to say that collectively as a whole in society that we're operating that way that's incorrect and for people out there that are very strong minded in their views what i ask you to do is to welcome people from differentiating views but do it and, and have conversations but don't let it get offensive. Just try to say, okay, well, I understand where you're coming from or I respect where you're coming from. You know, that wasn't my life experiences, but I understand that's yours. And just like I tell people, it's like, hey, rap music is, it, this is your America. <laughs> you know, hip hop was created in America. Skateboarding was created in America. All these things that you know, the culture, the way we do things, like, you know, all these things that other conservatives may frown upon. Wait, that's, this is all part of America. So you can't champion the good and submit the bad. Like, you have to also welcome the bad. So I welcome, from my case for many years, I always welcome people, and I'll leave with this. I remember in college, I went to a small private Methodist church, and I was exposed to a lot of people that were from affluent backgrounds. And you learn because that wasn't my background growing up 
and we and I was open enough to learn to understand the other viewpoint. And 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 I, and I said, you know, that makes sense because if I was a white person that grew up in a small town, and the only black people I knew were one or two people in school or the janitor, th- there wasn't any positive perceptions of people of color like meaning they didn't have a, a black principal or a, a, a black store owner that they knew or you know whatever their life you know if they grew up in a majority white conservative and people around them were bigoted and racist that's what they're going to carry and then you the goal my goal was always to show them that hey not all black people feel that way not all people of color think that way like we're all yeah i may resonate with some of those traits that you know of but um, we're not all built that way. And as long as you give them that nugget of that, not all of them are like that. Just like I know not all women are a certain way or white women are a certain way. I know that not all black women are a certain way or that all whatever, you know, whatever subcategory you want to talk about, you, you can, you can understand that there's always exceptions there. There's always going to be. And, and I think that's always been the way I want to operate in this world. Because I understand that the biases, I mean, think about it. I went, I dealt with it as a man being a father to a daughter that women collectively don't trust men as parents unless they know them, unless they've seen them at work, right? But collectively, they don't trust. They don't trust men to do a good job with parenting children. Understood. You know, and I had to accept that reality the hard way. But I also kept beaming my light to remind people and hopefully and thankfully there were women out there, a few women that could see it even after some vetting, right? Because women just have to vet you. Now, okay, this guy is, it's a good guy. This guy is a good parent. He, he, you know, he's not like these shitty men that are out there. He's a good man. Let's welcome in, in, him into this world, okay? And that's, and that's what I mean by that. Is that, is it right that it happened? No, it's not right because you should have an open mind from the get-go, right? But I understand because people's walks of life impact their perception their perception of how they see the world. So we have to honor that. And, and for all of us out there, when we get into a moment of friction with somebody else, just gauge whether the person is able to receive the information or not. I know <laughs> my experiences and it blows people away. Like, especially when I've been on dates they, they haven't called me back because they go into it. I tend to attract a lot of liberal women because they see me as a person of color and they automatically think, okay, this guy's liberal. This guy automatically falls to us. And then when we're talking, they realize, oh man, this guy is uh, a little bit right wing center <laughs> and they eject and I and I respect that, and I and I have no problem dating a liberal. I have no problem dating anybody, but it's more of respecting the way we want to be, and hopefully, and hopefully, you know, our our value systems are the way we want to be happy. We want to be fruitful. We want to be productive. We want to um, have an America where everyone is feels included. But when we're talking about inclusion, we have to understand that there has to be a base for all of us to follow. Like the example I gave with sports. When we play basketball, when we play FIBA basketball rules, people from Africa, people from Europe, people from Spain have to play the same way. 
and people you can't bring the Spain way of thinking into the game you can't bring the African way of thinking into the game and change the rules America has its rules yes it was created by white people because at that in those times it was mostly white males that were in power I get it but that's not the point nowadays even though the white people created it black people and other people and women can be involved and help it excel that's just like basketball i always say that it's like okay if you're worried about the white man creating the system then the white man creating basketball and black people have benefited from it right like jews created hollywood and guess what black people have benefited from it the music industry was created by whites and jews i don't even know but i'm just and black people have benefited from it i'm not saying that they benefited to the level of, of the owners right but they've they benefited we've excelled look at me i mean i'm a person of color and i've excelled i broke cycles and i hope that and i want to impact and influence other people of color and people that feel marginalized to understand that no one's suppressing you no one is is telling you that they don't want you to succeed Will you have somebody along the way to success that may be bigoted? That may discriminate? Absolutely. That may, you know, look at you in a certain way? Absolutely. But guess what? Rise above it. Make sure that when you are around those people, you show them. You show them the light. You show them that not all of the perception that they have from their life experiences, they can have a slight variation of knowing. Okay, well, you know, not all black people. Not all tall niggers are that, you know, are, are ghetto and dumb or, you know, not dumb, not dumb athletes are, <clears throat> are, are not able to carry uh, a position of power and leadership, right? It's like you have to, in a way, you have to be open to different variations and slight differences. But collectively, for this is my message for black people and, and the other subcategories of America that don't feel included in American culture is that. We're playing the game of basketball. Play, we're playing a team sport. And we are included in it. But we have to play by the certain rules of the sport, which is capitalism, which is American culture that was created by white people that now we're included in. And you can kick. It, it, it's like women complaining about the patriarchy. And I'll have another podcast about that. But it's, it's that's the way it is. I, I can't, if you want to create your own world, then there's plenty of land out there to buy in the world. You get yourself with, you know, the 200 people that believe in your cause and you guys all collectively create your own village and start your own world and your own country and all these things. That's that's the way I view it, right? We have that power. We have that ability. But we all have more in common than we'd like to feel otherwise. And the moment we understand that reality, that we, we have more in common, like my neighbors, I, I don't know them like that. You know, and they may be uh, very extreme in one way or the other. But, you know, I love them. I welcome them. We have food. We eat. We sleep. We listen to music. We laugh. We cry. So let's find the commonalities in that. And then if we're different, the only thing we do is vote. That's it. We just vote differently. Make a joke here and there. But let it be. Let it rest. Don't worry about it. You know? So I, I want you all to understand that. That, you know, as a person of color... And if I act in a way that's white, because that's what a lot of my minority friends say, 
they think I speak white, they think I act white, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm an American at the end of the day. I've been an American since nine years old. I was born in New York. I mean, I'm a, I'm as American as you, right? <clears throat> you know, did, did my did my lineage help contribute to creating the Constitution? And, and no, I mean, no, no, it's not. But I am here, and I'm able to benefit, and I'm welcomed in here legally. So I'm not going to. I'm going to maximize it, and I'm going to have my daughter understand that and not get caught in that. But everyone's different, and I think people get caught up in, and I understand it, and, and I know I said I was going to leave earlier, but it's, I want people to champion their value system if it helped them become a positive person, but do not impose it on other subcultures. Because when we're having to play the sport, we have to play within the rules that benefits everybody that comes in. in like, look, at Indian Americans are doing it. Asian Americans are not complaining, right? Are European Americans complaining collectively as a whole? And when I mean European Americans, I'm talking about people that are not from white American countries, like Portugal, right? I mean, you see Portuguese Americans complaining. Do you see Italian Americans complaining, right? It's like it, 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 people understand that there's other subcategories that understand it doesn't devalue you have to you have to get in line with the american culture values and i think black people and hispanics are the biggest ones to push back because they because the leaders or the people that are speaking out are being imposed uh, a message of resentment towards the white man and you know i always go back to this i mean the opportunities that we all have in this is because of the white man you know, the, any, any if we work for a black company and BET, guess what? Those are capitalism rules that were created by white men. I'm not saying to get on your knees and praise the white man. I'm just saying that the, that's the reality. So unless you want to go ahead and become Superman or Homelander and change the landscape of how business is being done and then you feel it resonates to black people, then good for you. I don't know what to fucking tell you. But we have to accept the rules of the land. We have to respect the realities of our society which is everyone's going to have different views but we have to collectively when we're all working together we have to accept the rules of the sport